0: Hey, what's up, guys? It's Dariel from the Time Flies podcast. I wanted to let you guys know whenever I'm not recording, editing, or uploading a podcast, I'm listening to different types of podcasts. Headphone is a podcast app with different types of genres for podcasts. They have everything from romance to horror to comedy podcasts. And now if you use my coupon code TIMEFLIES10, you guys get 10% off their subscription price. I'm currently listening to Dracula Reborn where Dracula is trying to raise a vampire army and conquer the world. Here's a clip from the podcast for you guys. Uh, Mr. DeCosta, I appreciate your invitation for dinner. Yet, I noticed there's no food... Oh, my dear boy. It appears there's been a... misunderstanding... You aren't here for dinner. <laughs> you are
1: dinner.
0: <laughs> Remember to use my coupon code Timeflies10 and check out the headphone app. So, the future
1: didn't turn out the way you want. i guard that with my wife. But don't worry. Bro, you always land on your
0: feet.
1: What is this thing? Oh, I forgot how bad it looks. I've seen worse. It's a world-destroying weapon. It's chosen you. But it belongs to, you, to me. That's
0: all you got? Huh? Permission to engage. Right. I got this. Ah, oh, yeah! 13 only in theaters August 18th. Mike, 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 microphone check one two what is this it's your boy dariel about to give you the business the host of the time flies podcast that's all i got for you anyway uh what's up guys welcome to another episode of the time flies podcast i'm your host Darielle. and for the viewers you can see to the right of me i have a familiar face i hey got guys. sophie in the building hi sophie
1: hi i'm back
0: how are you sophie
1: i'm doing well and yourself
0: i'm doing good i'm doing good before we get into the episode i just want to know how you been how's everything been how's the how's your youtube channel coming coming along
1: it's it's going you know it's don't
0: be modest don't be modest
1: modest it's going you know you're in the business you know the deal i'm in the
0: business (laughs) i'm done pushing along
1: hopefully it grows and yeah that's pretty much it
0: okay but everything else is good
1: Everything is great.
0: I mean, I know everything is good because we hang out so much. But, you know, for the yeah. listeners and viewers, just giving a little update I about your life.
1: everything is good, y'all. Like, yeah, YouTube, I, I, don't, I, I do makeup. So makeup business is, do, is doing well. TikTok is flourishing right now for me. Big
0: facts. So you're just out here, just out here grinding just like everybody else. Yes. All right, bet. Now that we got Sophia's life update, mm-hmm. now, that we, now that we know that she's good... Um uh, all the way good. So Sophia and I, we actually just got back home from uh checking out Blue Beetle. And yes. uh we just wanted to give you our thoughts while the movie is fresh in our mind. And the first thing I'll say, man, is right off the bat, I just really liked it. The representation of the movie is amazing. That's just what I wanted to say before I forget. But for the listeners and viewers, let's ease them into it. So first and foremost. Starring in the movie Blue Beetle, we got my boy Sholo maridueña the the boy from Cobra Kai. Let's go.
1: So, time out. You've yeah. seen how many seasons of Cobra Kai? Cobra Kai, I think, Three? has five.
0: Five? What?
1: Five seasons?
0: Cobra Kai has five, and this the, the next season. I for, I don't know when it's coming up, but the next season is its last.
1: Its last. Yeah. Is was how you say his name holo
0: <laughs> i'm dead sholo sholo is
1: he gonna be in the six
0: Dueña. yeah he's the he's the he's one of the leads and he's gonna be in the last season he's one of the leads okay do you know you know what the show's about i might have to break it down for you
1: no i've seen karate kid i've seen all karate kid movie it's just i never got around to watching kuba kai I think I only seen like two or three episodes and then Of the first season. Of the first season. That was many years ago, obviously, because it's it's five season. Yeah, it's about to be
0: the sixth season. So obviously you know me very well. The listeners and viewers by now you guys should know me very well. I'm very nostalgic on like the eighties and nineties specifically. Yes. The original Karate Kid came out in I believe eighty four. I could be wrong. But it came out in eighty four. So Cobra Kai is an extension of the Karate Kid the the three movies. Okay. So Karate Kid growing up was like fucking everything. Right. And Diego and I, shout out Diego. But like Cobra Kai is our shit. We watch it as soon as it drops. Like we just we we just go ape shit for it because okay. nostalgic and everything. But anyway, one of the main reasons why I wanted to go see this movie was because the lead in this movie, Shodo Maridueña, he, he's the lead in Blue Beetle. It's a DC movie. It's a big studio movie. I wanted to see how he was gonna be as the lead in the movie because obviously Netflix show and a big studio movie they're really big differences. And you know me I'm a movie buff, so I want to see who has the potential to be to go on to become a really good actor and all so- that stuff before we get into more detail regarding that let me just give a quick rundown of the people that are starring in the movie gotcha. so like i said we got Mari maridueña as jaime reyes aka blue beetle we got bruna marquezine as jenny cord who plays Sholo's love interest if you will susan sarandon the og susan sarandon as victoria cord who is jenny cord's aunt aunt yeah oh you say aunt
1: I say aunt. I know it's either aunt or aunt. Let me know in the comments down below. If I'm You guys so, are a, les- a listener. I don't know. I'm but so
0: I'm so Long Island. Must say aunt.
1: Aunt. I say aunt. aunt.
0: Yeah, I feel you. Um, we got George Lopez as Rudy Reyes, who is Jaime's Reyes uncle, and the the last person that I have on my list is Belisa Escobido, who is Jaime's sister Milagros Reyes. Though that's the three, four, five. That's the four. Um, characters slash actors that I have in my starring list. Everybody else is
1: like a supporting.
0: A hundred percent. But, but, like the grandma.
1: She was badass.
0: She was really badass. Jaime's mom, like they all had, they're, they're, the rest of them are like supporting cast, but they all, I feel like they all have like a, a specific moment in the movie where they shine a little bit. Absolutely. But to me, those were the five main characters and actors in the movie. Just a little synopsis now. Jaime Reyes, who's played by Sholo Maridueña, Suddenly suddenly finds himself in possession of an ancient relic of alien biotechnology called the Scarab. When the Scarab chooses Jaime to be a symbiotic host, he's bestowed with an incredible suit of armor that's capable of extraordinary and unpredict- unpredictable powers, forever changing his destiny as he becomes a superhero known as Blue Beetle. Yeah, the movie is a superhero movie, but it's so much more deeper than that. Absolutely. It's about... The Latino culture, the Latino family, and what it represents as far as like Latinos just like working really hard to hoping to get by in life. Really depending on like loyalty, family, respect, love, lead leisure lead your, leisure lead your life with like with your heart and love. That'll always get you by. How minorities are always like put to the side. This movie deals with a lot of like gentrification. The the major city you know, Batman has Gotham City. Superman has Metropolis. Right. Blue Beetle, Jaime, Jaime Reyes' city is, um, Palermo, Palermo City. I think it's I called. I think so. Yeah. Something like that. Palermo, Palermo I City. I feel like
1: that's their version of LA. Exactly. Yeah. It, it looks like LA to me.
0: It looks like LA, but it looks like LA in like 2060 with like right. super high tech. Super
1: high tech. Like they're like leading the way.
0: Yeah. So in technology. So that's Jaime's Gotham City, if you will. Oh, um,
1: in the movie, he went to Gotham Law.
0: Oh yeah, that's a, so, yeah, that's a good
1: plug into the DC uni- universe.
0: That's what I'm. I I kind of want to pick your brain about that because I'm when I saw that hoodie, because Jaime Reyes he just graduates from Go- Gotham Law, and I'm Pre- assuming yeah. if the Gotham Law is in Gotham City, right? I mean it could be uh, that could totally be not be right but No,
1: I think that's I think right. it's pretty like yeah. <laughs> in the DC universe, I think that's I, Yeah, I think so, yeah. Accurate.
0: And that kind of that kind of goes into the whole Do you know what's been going on with DC by the way?
1: No, I don't. So, Unfortunately, I'm not invested Yeah. in the DC universe because I feel like it's disordered not organized it's not as much like i feel like more marvel is more organized and they have their uh, universe and storylines and everything in order dc is still trying to figure it out but since you know a little bit more Mm -hmm. about what's going on studio wise and behind the scene i'm assuming yeah. You could explain that.
0: So just to give you a little bit of a breakdown, we'll get right back into the movie. This will tie into the movie, I promise. But so DC has been doing such a shitty job for the last basic, basically 10 years. 10 years, right. right They've fact. been coming out with a Batman movie, a Superman movie, uh, Wonder Woman, and The Flash recently, which we'll get into that as well. They've been doing such a piss poor job because everything is unorganized. DC decided to go and hire... There's a director. He's been a director for most of his career. His name is James Gunn. He directed the movie The Suicide Squad. He's also directed the Marvel movies Guardians of the Galaxy. Now, the Guardians of the Galaxy movies, the three of them have came out. Those three are regarded as one of the best Marvel movies, right? So James Gunn has this reputation of being a really good storyteller, really good like bringing stories together, making everything balanced, making sure that the storyline is like, a seamless... Transition right. Marvel actually fired James Gunn, cause uh, I forgot exactly what happened, but Marvel fired him. So DC was like, "Oh, we could scoop him up." So DC scooped him up, and they made him the president of DC Studios. So now James Gunn, along with he has a partner, and I forgot his name. I'm sorry, but now James Gunn is the president of DC Studios, and he he's he's basically laid out like a 10-year plan, basically how Marvel does. So the gist of it is everybody is hoping that James Gunn is going to try and revive the DC studios and he's going to finally be able to do what Marvel started doing like 10 years ago.
1: Okay, so what projects has...
0: So as far as projects under his realm, no movies have come out yet. Mm -hmm. This Blue Beetle movie was under the regime of the people before James Gunn. Gotcha. James Gunn's first movie that's under his reign it's a superman movie and it's called superman legacy it's coming out within the next couple of years i don't know exactly
1: so who's 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 the superman is it still Hen- henry no it's some,
0: it's some it's it's two it's the it's, it's a totally different new superman totally so different new revi- lois He's land. just
1: going from scratch he's starting from a new
0: but this is the thing there's a little bit of a little there's a, it's a little messy because the original idea that he put out to the audience was that he's completely scrapping everything and he's starting from brand new period But as of lately, he's been coming out. He's been like putting out reports that there's going to be some movies that have come out that are still going to be part of his plan. Blue Beetle is supposed to be one of them. Okay. Blue Beetle is, he's going to try and incorporate it with his plans. But it's weird because everybody was under the assumption that he's starting from scratch.
1: But is that going to be a, I know that the dc that we've seen um i haven't seen the flash guys i'm sorry but i haven't seen it i know it It dealt with the multiverse didn't it correct would he pro- i don't know would he probably include <laughs> the multiverse into his new so he could allow some of the dc fave like wonder woman she's like a, a fave
0: everything that looks like it's going to come out it looks like he's not gonna incorporate that, but yeah. that's the thing we don't know because something—it's a little messy because he's saying that Blue Beetle is looking to be part of the future, but then he's also saying like Wonder Woman—they're gonna—they're not gonna—they're not gonna go in that direction. He—he—he's starting a new Superman. He's gonna do a new Batman. It's called Batman: The Brave and the Bold it's Batman and Robin and it's not Robert pa- yeah Batman and Robin and it's not going to be Robert Pattinson it's going to be a completely different Batman period so there's just like I'm a lot it's just, I'm, I'm it's just like excited. a lot of pieces here and there which is a little, it's yeah, a little they annoying need a new, upsetting
1: no I understand but they definitely need a new Batman
0: back to Blue Beetle so what I want to do is now that we gave the, a breakdown of the movie and we gave a little bit of like what the movie delves with delves into I just want to pick your brain and I want to hear like who do you think had the best performance in the movie
1: throughout the whole movie i wasn't thinking oh this person is an amazing actor i right. feel like they all collectively um
0: did a good job did
1: a good job i feel like it was a good cast i felt a sense of unity within the cast you know i was even tearing at some parts of because I'm, I'm 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 sorry guys but you know i'm a, cr- a little cry baby
0: no, yeah, no. It's, uh, so Sophia, she she was tearing up, especially when um, spoiler alert. And oh yeah, also um, this is gonna be a lot of spoilers. So sorry if you haven't seen it, but the movie's been out for a little over a week now. But whatever. You should put a warning. I will in the description. Yeah. Read the description, guys, before you guys or just in dive title. into the. Nah, fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> Nah, but Sophia, she was tearing up, especially when the dad passes away. You were tearing up, and yes, which is I'm I, w- I wasn't tearing up, but I I, called I was a little soft. I
1: called it in the beginning of you the movie. Did. I did, like, you they called better it, yeah. kill, They better not kill him, and they did. Okay. Yeah. I was I was tight.
0: But yeah, you were saying that like you didn't really feel that one person really stood out to you.
1: Nah, 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 nah. Yeah, I'm honestly, with, I'm
0: with you there. Like I didn't really feel that one. Uh, Sholo is obviously the lead in the movie, but I didn't really feel like. He didn't, yeah,
1: he didn't really carry the movie. He
0: I, did carry it, but he didn't carry it to the point where it's like, he's the one sticking out among everybody else. Right. Does that make sense? Right. He, he's the Blue Beetle, He's the course. Blue Beetle, and he's basically in every scene, but within those scenes, it's not like he's outperforming the other person that's on screen Correct. with him. That I, makes I agree. Sense.
1: No, I agree. Since you've yeah, seen me, the movie, uh-huh. and you watch Cobra Kai, um, Cobra what Kai... <laughs> never dies i'm sorry what do you think of the leads
0: show performance
1: yeah
0: no nah, i thought i thought it was i thought it was good i thought it was good um i wasn't i was going into the movie when not really ha- without any high expectations okay so i think that definitely helped him um but i thought he did a decent job i definitely didn't think he disappointed but I, did, I don't think that he did a masterful job. Like, I don't think he was the one that ran away with the movie.
1: Who do you think ran away with the movie? So,
0: I don't think it was one person specifically. I think it was a really good collection
1: of mm. everybody
0: bringing the movie up and carrying in the movie.
1: No, I agree. I agree. I feel like the major theme of the movie is family.
0: It's Latino representation, le way! I'm Mexican, yeah. so shout out to my Mexicans all day, every day. You heard?
1: So, I feel like, like I mentioned... Um, family was the major uh theme of the movie and i agree with you collectively it was a strong cast and i feel like they all carried each other in in the movie
0: a hundred percent but what but what i do what i do want to mention is george lopez
1: if we have to give somebody like best performer it would be him
0: you th- I wasn't gonna go there i was really gonna, i wasn't gonna say best performer i was gonna say like if there's anybody that stuck out a little bit would be george okay that's what I, I don't think he had the best performance but i just felt like he did really well in his role
1: no he really did comedic
0: but relief he, but also yeah. emotional like the emotional importance that he has to to Cholo's character, mm-hmm, to you know? Jaime, to jaime yeah
1: yeah you're right but i i i would say that he did he did his part i don't know he did his part george of course yeah
0: Mm. Shout out to my shout out to my cousin. I was talking to uh, one of my cousins, um, Sarai. Shout out Sarai. Uh, we were DMing on Instagram because she post- she posted a story last week of her in the movies watching Blue Beetle, and I hit her up and I was like, "Hey, like, how did Sholo do as a lead?" And she said she was like, "Yeah, he did good, but like, she in her opinion, she said that George kind of sold the show." And so I didn't tell you this, but going into the movie, I was a little focused on George, to be honest.
1: No, I totally get it. All right. Because he...
0: one, because one, like, first of all, the type of the just the appearance that he had was a little out there. He had like a crazy Osama bin Laden goatee. <laughs> yeah.
1: And he had like a mullet. Like he had a hair,
0: mullet. He yeah, like he that. had a yeah. mullet.
1: Tattoos. Tattoos. Crazy truck. Yeah. He was yeah. a conspiracy theorist and extremely smart in the movie. Almost very uh, big facts. Very, he was a techie, and you wouldn't expect that with his character to be a techie, but he's definitely a techie, and he definitely helped, you know, the main char- character Jamie out. Um, they all did. His family all played a major part in in helping him out, yeah, and, in succeeding. But, um, yeah, I honestly think that if I had to pick one, like George, definitely. Stood out. You're right.
0: Stood out? Yeah, he did. Okay. Stood out. Because yeah. you said a little earlier that he was the best performer.
1: Now.
0: Got him. <laughs> I'm just saying. That's, that's what you said. No, no,
1: no, no. If you
0: think he's the best performer, stand on it. It's all good. I, I don't want to make you change your opinion. I'm just saying that me. Because obviously he's not one of the leads. No. And he's no. not in every single scene. So I Absolutely can't say that not. he was the best performer. That's, that's me. But
1: being a best performer, do you have to be in every scene?
0: You are right. You are right. You don't have to be in every scene, but his character was there intentionally for the comedic relief.
1: Absolutely. Yeah, you're right. True. So
0: whatever. that's just my opinion. Okay. But yeah. Anyway, um, going back to Sadae. So yeah, she was telling me that George, to her, in her opinion, she he stole the show. And so I said, like I said, going into the movie, I was kind of a little focused on George, and I wanted to see like what she meant. And I get what she meant, but yeah, I, if anybody, I would go with Sholo. I also want to give a little shout out to the OG Susan Sarandon, fucking uh, Victoria Cord. I think her character name is correct. So Victoria
1: Cord is the villain, the she, villain of the of the movie.
0: Correct, and she's like she's like a a lot more of a ruthless villain than I thought she would be. So yeah. Susan Sarandon, she plays Victoria Cord. Uh, I believe that's the character's name, right? And her purpose in the movie, she's trying to find the scarab. Which is the alien technology that allows Jaime to become the Blue Beetle, and obviously she wants to find it because she wants to use it and incorporate it in army and making money, right? She
1: wanted to build an, uh, yes, a, a, a huge unstoppable army.
0: But within the movie, we see her, like we see her capture um, Jaime, right, and she's like, "Yo, do whatever you do whatever you have to do in order to get that technology out of his body," because within the movie, we find out that the technology, as time progresses. It becomes one with Jaime.
1: Correct. I'm gonna mention something. Yeah, go In ahead. the beginning when Jaime when Jaime, um,
0: No, you said it right the first time. Jaime.
1: Jaime. Jaime, yeah. Jaime. I'm sorry, guys. Orale, wey, mis vatos. Oh my gosh. You could tell when he was testing out the he was testing out the the scarab, right? Automatically because it talks back to the host, right? Kaji. Kaji, Ka- Kaji
0: Da is the voice within the Scarab alien technology right. that's basically helping Hyman maneuver like the, oh the suit yeah Kaji is like oh you can do this with the suit you can do that oh no we don't do that like yeah. yeah
1: so you could see in the beginning when he just you know when they just when he just started being the blue beetle I'm just gonna say that you could tell that the voice Kajadi was controlling everything correct you remember the part when she was like okay let's kill them and he was like no i don't kill Mm and she was just like let's do it let's kill them right right and then at the end of the Mm -hmm. scene when they become one at the end of the movie at the the end of the movie yeah um when they become one she says we don't kill so yeah. yeah so i i thought that was really like cool it's like a full circle moment. it is a full circle moment because there were two different people he was rejecting the suit And then when the whole movie passed, we get to the last scene or whatever and they become one. He was so enraged, you know, and...
0: There was a point in time where Jaime was very enraged and he was angry because Susan Sarandon's character basically kidnaps him, trying to get the t- alien technology out of his body in order, to, in order so she could incorporate it with her, within her plan. And within doing that, she abducts his family as well, and also Susan Sarandon's character within all of this. She also basically has like a her own version of a blue beetle who's like right. the evil blue beetle if you will. I don't really, I forgot the character's name. I forgot the 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 villain's name if you will.
1: He thought that he killed um his <laughs> uncle Rudy, Rudy. who was played by George, George Lopez. Lopez. Yeah. So um I remember the guy was like, you know, family gets in the way. Your your family is the is 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 the weakness. Right, yeah.
0: And, and then Jaime was like, actually you're actually you're wrong. Hi, uh, my family is the one that makes me stronger. Absolutely. Yeah. But what I was going to say is that Jaime is about to kill, like you said, the arch nemesis, the villain of the movie, right? He's about to kill him. And that's when Kajida, again, who's the voice of the alien technology, the Scarab. Who's she, played by
1: Becky G. There you I go. I can't believe it.
0: Yeah, I didn't know that until you found that all right before we started I know,
1: recording. I, know, I was like, wait,
0: what? So Jaime is about to kill him. And then the 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 Kajida actually stops him. And she reminds him, the voice is a female. She reminds Jaime that like, hey, we don't kill. Like you told me earlier in the movie. So like I said before, it's like a full circle moment. But I also wanted to. I want to. Also, want to tackle something that you said. You said um, one of the better scenes was the culmination of the movie of how Kajida doesn't want Jaime to kill anybody, and that reminds me of one of my favorite scenes in the movie is when Jaime finally accepts that it's his destiny to become the Blue Beetle when he visits his dad in like the. Alternate reality kind of place.
1: I would say like limbo. Yeah.
0: Okay. You're right. Yeah. When he's limbo, when he's about to like die, but he's in between yeah, worlds, yeah, whatever. Yeah. So Jaime wakes up, right, and then Jaime he fully accepts his responsibility. He fully accepts his destiny, and then he's just like, "All right, let's do this." And he starts like whooping all the like the security guards' ass, and then but the 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 cool thing about it was that Cypress Hill was playing in the background, playing um, "Insane in the Membrane." Mm-hmm. And I, I just like how everything, I like how that clicked all into one and how, like, Jaime just accepted, like I keep saying, responsibility. And he was like, all right, fuck it. Like, this is who I am. I'm going to accept it. And I'm going to fucking whoop everyone's ass. I thought that was a really cool scene. That was one of my favorite scenes. I hate to put you on the spot, but, like, if you have a favorite scene that comes to mind that you want to spew for the listeners and viewers.
1: Finding out that the grandma is a badass. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah Shout out like, the grandma, yo. Who, who would have thought that grandma was a revolutionist who could, who could hold down a gun. She came and saved Hi, um, Jaime.
0: Yeah, that's funny. <laughs>
1: that's my favorite part, I just love it. She, she, she went in and she was like, listen, we're gonna go here, we're gonna go under here, you're gonna grab him and we out. And I'm like, oh, she has a plan, she did not stutter. That was one of my favorite scenes because I feel like it just shows that everybody um played a part in 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 the movie and Um, you know what i mean that even dad from the other world helped oh limbo yeah
0: yeah that's a that's a really good i i don't want to sound corny or i don't want to sound like i'm just making stuff up right now but now that he is speaking about it i feel like they did a really good job of giving everybody in the movie a significant scene or a significant moment without making it feel forced like the grandma being like okay you used to be fucking rambo back in the day like i thought that was right. pretty cool it was a nice little comedic relief george lopez had his comedic relief scenes here and there fucking uh jenny uh Co- what's what's the fucking jenny name? cord jenny cord who's Jaime's love interest she was also pretty important in helping Jaime maneuver and navigate the fucking scarab
1: because her dad is the blue be- beetle
0: correct yeah. so yeah jenny cord's father ted cord But this is the thing, Ted Kord was the Blue Beetle before Jaime, right? Correct. But he was like the fake Blue Beetle because the alien technology, the Scarab, it didn't didn't choose choose him. him. So he ended up like he ended up being obsessed with the Scarab, trying to learn more about it, trying to find out why he wasn't chosen, which then ultimately leads him to what?
1: Into his sister, kind of using that information that he.
0: But what happens to Ted? He disappeared. He disappears. Right. And then that leads Susan Sarandon, which is Ted's sister. To Victoria the company and leading
1: it into a different direction.
0: Exactly.
1: So the same thing that he was doing, getting the energy from the Skyrub, she was doing that, but she went to create an army.
0: So moving forward now... The thing is that I've been doing some research on the movie and I've been looking at how it's been doing at the box office. Now, I just found out that before this, before recording this episode, the budget for this movie was $105 million. Wow. Yeah, a lot of CGI, a lot of stuff. And as far as tonight, when I looked it up, it's only made $50 million. So it hasn't been great. I feel like the general audience, people who are a little bit hip to like... What's going on as far as movie world? We were kind of expecting that because the movie didn't really have a big push towards it. It didn't have a lot of promotion. The right, the the actor strike going on right now is not helping the situation because the actors they can't go on, they can't go do interviews to promote the movie. So that that, that doesn't help. So it, it does have some things going against it. But what I want to talk to you about is I want to talk about what we think the sequel is going to look like because if there is going to be a sequel, which At the end of this movie, they give a little hint as to where they're gonna take the movie. For the listeners and viewers, do you want to break it down to what the hint is?
1: Yeah. So at the end of the movie, we find out that Ted Cord, who Who is is Jenny Mm -hmm. Cord's father and Victoria Victoria Cord's brother, who is the first uh, Blue Beetle, fake the first fake Blue Beetle. Right. um, He is alive. I feel like where it's going to go is literally them trying to Lo- find, find him, him. And why? Like, where have you been? Why have you been gone for so long?
0: Yeah. No, I'm with you on there. But you know, now that I'm thinking about it, you know what What we didn't, we didn't see? We saw it, but we didn't see it. Victoria Cord, she gets dragged into the fire by the evil uh, villain, right? But we don't see her actually die.
1: So you think she'll come back?
0: I think she's going to come back and I don't know under what pretenses. I don't know if she's going to be like you you still have something that belongs to me or she's going to come
1: back deformed and I don't know, burnt it's,
0: out. I think I, I still think that she, if they do a sequel, I think they're going to bring her back and I think that's going to be one of the storylines as long as well as trying to find um Jenny Jenny's father, Ted Cord, like you said, trying to find out what happened to him, where has he been. To get more specific the movie ends, and then it's a mid-credit scene where he's basically like he, hes leaving like a voice note in the in the back cave, if you will. Right. The Blue Beetle back cave. Right. Quotes. He's leaving a voice note, and he's like, "Hey, if anybody's hearing this, please get this message to Jenny. Let her know that I'm still alive and I'm still around." And that's basically that, that's basically the scene yeah I, the, the only thing i can think of is that they're gonna they're gonna get the message they're gonna find out where where can they track it where get the coordinates to where he is and it might be like some alternate dimension some alternate reality it's gonna yeah, be some shit yeah, like yeah. that
1: like do you think they're? i never seen the flash but you think it's gonna be on some like multi-universe type shit uh almost like ant-man
0: uh maybe but oh uh, but it's interesting that you bring up the flash so now Now that we talked about the movie, performances, sequels, all that kind of good stuff. Now what I want to do, I want to talk about this movie in relation to the rest of DC. So beginning of this summer, we had the big movie, The Flash. Um, You haven't seen it yet.
1: No, Uh, I kind of don't care to. Is that fucked up?
0: No, it's not. But (laughs) it's not. But um, so you don't mind if I like. No, I don't kind mind. Kind of spoil things, if
1: you will? Uh, I don't mind.
0: Okay, so in relation to the Blue Beetle and The Flash, so The Flash came out this um, beginning of this summer. The Flash was heralded as the movie that's going to reset the DC universe because like we said in the beginning and early in this episode, just DC has been doing such a shitty job. The Flash was supposed to reset everything because the storyline of The Flash is Barry Allen, who's The Flash, he goes back in time to save his mom from dying. But as him doing that, he messes up the timeline and he ends up going back and everything changes and there's a new Batman, there's a new Superman, this and that. So that was the plan of DC. But... The movie started i think it started shooting honestly in like 2018 a long time ago before the pandemic wow but then the pandemic happened that's one the lead actor who plays the frat flash his name is ezra miller nuts yeah he was doing some fucking weird shady shit Hopefully your mental but, is right. Hopefully you get some help. Whatever.
1: Like I think he what he kidnapped somebody. He was doing. Oh, he was, he was doing, doing a doing lot of weird shit. Okay? He was doing
0: weird shit. But that also threw a monkey wrench in the whole movie because obviously people feel a certain way. They don't want to support the movie. They don't want to support him. So then there was a lot of there was a lot of like talk about replacing him. Maybe not even coming out with the movie. There was just a lot of stuff surrounding the movie. So finally the movie comes out. The movie comes out one. It's not it's not what it was it doesn't do what it was meant to do. Two, it's just it's just it's just to me, it could have been so much more the DC DC, they just miss an opportunity. They keep dropping the ball. They keep dropping the ball. And then when the movie when the movie came out, it went through like two to three different iterations because with, when the movie when the flash started recording there was a certain person who was the president of DC and then it changed to this person and then it changed to this person and then it went to James Gunn. So within all of that, there were so many different scenes. There were so many different like Aquaman was supposed to show up, but then they took that out. Um, ben Affleck was, he he was in the movie, but he was also supposed to be incorporated in the movie in a different way. Like there was so many different things that could have happened with the movie that it was just like too much to like try to control and try to balance. So having said all of that, I think Blue Beetle was a better movie than The Flash. The expectations of Blue Beetle, it didn't have as much expectations as The Flash did. And I also think it was a good movie because they did something different. They tried to focus in on a different demographic where it's unfortunate to say, but Hollywood they don't they don't really focus on the minority demographic as much as they should. They they tend to they tend to stay to what's safe. They tend to tell the stories or the same stories over and over, where we where we understand. But they're focusing on the Latino community right now with Blue Beetle. So it's it's something that we don't see often on the screen. That's one of the, those are the two main reasons why I think Blue Beetle was a way better movie. If, 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 if this movie came out without the actor strike and if it had a little bit more promotion behind it, but, you know, it just came out during the time it did and it just has to deal with whatever it's dealing with right now.
1: I, I was a big comic book reader. I, 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 I read a lot of Marvel stuff and a lot of DC stuff. And me personally, I feel like the storylines in or the DC universe is way better than Marvel, in my opinion.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, I remember you telling In me that. In my before.
1: opinion, but I feel like WB haven't really.
0: Warner Brothers Studios. Yeah. Um, what movies? What movies have you from? Well, yeah, what movie, What movies have you seen from the DC Studios? I've seen
1: all of. I've seen all of Wonder Woman.
0: All two movies or three? It's two, right? Yes, yeah, it's two. It's two. Yeah. Did you see the? Um, all of Superman. The what?
1: All of Superman
0: so you saw man of steel that's the name of the movie and you saw batman versus superman dawn of justice yeah and you saw justice league
1: yeah and i saw the snyder cut Cut. as well
0: thank god snyder cut is so So much much better better. so much better it's a shame what happened but that's 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 also something it's like because oh my god because okay Zack snyder when he was shooting justice league i think his his daughter his daughter committed suicide yeah yeah and so he had to stop he has to stop directing he has to deal with his family which led to joss whedon coming in and picking up who's the, the creator of
1: buffy who yes. worked in buffy and i heard he's disgusting
0: yeah he's doing he was on some weird shit, but at the but back then he with oh, Zack Snyder left, Josh Whedon came in to pick up the scraps and try to and try to finish what Zack Snyder started, and then the movie came out, and the movie was basically trashed because trash, it wasn't trash good bucket. but then but then the pandemic happened, and then Zack Snyder had the opportunity to put his movie out the one that he wanted that movie was good. so if that movie originally came out, things could have been different. I just feel like they have such bad luck, man, and then they had then they had to pick up the scraps. And they have to start from here when they could have started from here. And if they started from here, it would have been a smoother transition. It's just a lot of shit, man. A lot of things went wrong for them. (laughs) no it's all good um all right so before we wrap this up because we do want to keep this short sweet and simple we want to make sure that you guys pay attention for as long as you can before we wrap up do you have any lasting notes on the blue beetle
1: blue beetle is one of the better dc movies i enjoyed myself i cried i laughed i was engaged i wasn't tired (laughs) I'm normally sleeping in movies. I saw a lot of my family in um Jaime's family and yeah, it was a it was a really good movie.
0: Yeah, I mean la lasting thought, la- my last thoughts on Blue Beetle. I really enjoyed it. Um, just like you, I didn't have any expectations going into it. I just wanted to see my boy Sholo Maridueña. I wanted to see how he did as a lead role in a bigger studio movie.
1: Now I have to watch Kubakai now.
0: Oh, we in there. I thought it was I wasn't disappointed. But I wasn't expecting the best superhero of all time, superhero movie of all time. No, Um, absolutely not. I thought it was good for what it was. It was just a nice, uh, feel-good, family-oriented movie um, that delved deeper into what's going on to society um, in today's world. I think that they laid a really good foundation to keep moving forward. Unfortunately, this, not even country, this world is about money. And like I just said, it was on a hundred and five million dollar budget. So far, it's only made fifty million dollars. So it's not great.
1: The flash, how much did it do? It
0: um, it made a profit. I just I, the numbers. I just had it last week. It made a profit, but it's not. It's not a crazy profit. It's not.
1: Damn, DC, y'all, y'all dropping the ball. But yeah. um.
0: But yeah I know I would recommend going I would recommend going check out the movie you just want, if you just yeah, want to take your movie. mind off stuff yeah, it's a good movie. have a good time take the family especially if you're a Latino family if you're a Latino family go check it out the representation on screen we need that and we need people supporting that movie let's wrap this up. But before we wrap it up, you know I gotta give the light to my guests. You
1: can also find me on Instagram, uh Sophia Rose underscore Lee L Y. And you can also find me on TikTok, Sophia Rose underscore lee L Y. Um, and I've been going viral with some of my videos. So Hey, which is huh? really like
0: huh? TikTok viral, huh? uh, Yeah,
1: I got like about shit, girl. You know, uh, two or three viral videos uh, going on. So hopefully. But if we- If
0: if we can make it more because we're both trying to monetize over here, we're not trying to work. Actually, no, (laughs) not trying to have a not trying to have a traditional job, we're trying to say. So if you could help us go viral, we'd really appreciate it.
1: Yeah. Um, so yeah, you could find me in all those three platforms and yeah, hopefully in the future you'll find me in more platforms. I'm really considering doing Twitch in the near future I don't think I ever mentioned that to you but I'm thinking about doing Twitch <laughs> way to tell <laughs> way to tell me live okay so um, we should talk about that yeah 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 so um you know there's some you know I'm gonna make it into some other platforms So as some, well some
0: things are brewing things are some brewing some things are cooking
1: there's a lot of things going on in my mind that I'm, I'm itching to explore so you guys will definitely know cause I'm gonna be in future videos with this this man right here Mm-hmm. <laughs> facts so, okay oh yeah. Okay. So, yeah that's so, it so that's a little sunset
0: sun. as far as time flies you guys know the drill first and foremost if you're watching this on youtube thank you for your time and energy make sure you hit that thumbs up make sure you subscribe to the channel it would be greatly appreciated if you're listening to this podcast on any of the podcast streaming platforms make sure you rate review and subscribe to the podcast that'll be a really big help um also the shia merge. The link will be in the description. The link for all the social medias, Instagram, Twitter, Reddit, TikTok, Threads, all that stuff will be in the description below. But um, yeah, man, so until next time, we'll check you guys out in the next episode of the Time Flies Podcast. Peace. 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 Deuces. Bye. Sorry.